0: Welcome to today's episode of the Un Sunday Show. We're going to ask and hopefully answer a question in this episode Was Timothy a pastor? And if he was a pastor, what was he to be about doing? That's the topic today on the Un Sunday Show, so stick around. You're listening to the Un Sunday Show. leaving behind religious obligation in favor of a better expression of Christ in us. This is The UnSunday Show. Hey friends, Mike Adams here for The UnSunday Show. This is actually a part two of what I started last week, talking about pastors in the New Testament, as opposed to what we see today in modern institutional Christianity and answering the question you know what about Timothy was Timothy a pastor and if he was a pastor you know what was he all about what are we told that he was to do or to be about doing and again this is this question comes from a listener David who had reached out to me and asked me to talk about this so I appreciate that and I think it's a great topic and that's what we're going to talk about right now you know we've been told that The letters of first and second Timothy and Titus are pastoral letters. That's what they're called. If you've you've been exposed to that at all, if you read read commentaries, maybe you've been to Bible college or seminary, these are the pastoral epistles. In other words, we look at these letters from Paul to these two guys, and we use them as a manual for doing modern church, for doing modern institutional church. And we think, okay, this, these are the pastoral letters, these are what we're to be about doing. 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and the letter to Titus. And so this begs the question, you know, what about Timothy? If he was a pastor, what was he he up to? What was he supposed to do as a pastor? And if he was a pastor, how does that uh, compare to what we see today in modern institutional church concerning pastors? Well, interesting question, because when we open up the New Testament, there aren't that many references to Timothy as a person. And in none of those references were we told. Are we told that Timothy was a pastor? We want to see the pastor, right? Because that's the environment we live in, and we like to uh, kind of impose our environment back onto Scripture and say, "Well, you know, here's what it was over here, and this matches what I see around me today in my culture, my institutional church that I attend or that I'm a member of. I need to see that pattern in Scripture, and so I impose what I know." about what's around me and my environment back onto the pages of scripture. And this has allowed us to say that the letters of first, second Timothy, and Titus are pastoral letters. Now maybe there's some stuff in them that is pastoral, if I can use that word, which I really don't like. It rates right up there with biblical. But if there are some things within these letters that are that lend themselves to shepherding, you know, that's true. I do see that, you know, you're taking care of people, you're watching out for people. But that's different than what we see in modern institutional church, because the modern institutional pastor isn't so much about just taking care of people as he or she will be about promoting the institution and holding on to the power that being a part of that institution and at the top of the pyramid in that institution gives them. And that's a big difference. But when we open up Scripture, we don't see him as a pastor. There's nowhere in the pages of Scripture that say Timothy was a shepherd or a pastor or an elder. We've talked about those terms in the last episode. If you need to review that, go listen to that. But there's nowhere in Scripture that we're told that. This is something tradition has handed us that those within authority within modern institutional Christianity have perpetuated in order to, again, control people. But it's very easy. When you look in Scripture, you see that Timothy was really Paul's helper, one of Paul's helpers. Timothy was on the go. Timothy was on the move. He was with Paul in different situations, and he was sent out by Paul to do certain things to come back to Paul and then as part of that apostolic team if you will to, I can't think of a better phrase right off the top of my head but as part of that group with Paul he was on the go he was active in Romans 16:21 Paul says Timothy my co-worker sends greetings to you Timothy is labeled as Paul's co-worker not a pastor not an elder not a bishop a co-worker with Paul kind of like an apostolic helper, which so many others were apostolic helpers with Paul as well. And then Paul had sent Timothy to Corinth, and in 1 Corinthians 4.17, he says this, For this reason I have sent to you Timothy, my son whom I love, who is faithful in the Lord. He will remind you of my way of life in Christ Jesus, which agrees with what I teach everywhere in every ecclesia. In other words, I'm sending Timothy to you to encourage you in the faith. Oh, by the way, he's my son whom I love, and he's faithful in the Lord. No mention of, you know, he's a pastor, and so here's his credentials, and so get him hired, get him hired, get him in that position so that he can run the show over there. No, I sent Timothy to you for the express purpose of reminding you of Jesus Christ. And then later in that same letter to 1 Corinthians in 16.10, Paul says, when Timothy comes, see to it that he has nothing to fear while he is with you, implying he's not always going to be with you, for he is carrying on the work of the Lord just as I am. And so again, Timothy, Paul, co-workers, co-workers in the gospel, co-workers in the kingdom of God, co-workers in the kingdom of Christ. And Paul says, Timothy is just like I am. Right at the opening of the letter to the Philippians, in Philippians 1 verse 1, Paul says this, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons. In other words, here's Timothy, who is with Paul, a servant of Christ, addressing the Ecclesia, the body of Christ within Philippi. And even in this introduction, Paul mentions the overseers. Now, again, overseers, you know, are bishops. It's the same word, overseers, bishops. It's also used synonymously with elders and shepherds or pastors. So when he says overseers, he's talking about pastors, if we want to use the preferred modern term that we see all around us today, which, by the way, only occurs one time in the New Testament as related to the body of Christ. And this gift of shepherd that's given to the body of Christ, it occurs one time. Go back and listen to the last episode again if you would need more information on that. But Paul is saying, I'm writing to the believers, to the ecclesia within Philippi, and as I'm writing you, I'm including the pastors and the deacons, and oh, here's Timothy, who's a servant. Timothy isn't labeled a pastor. He isn't labeled an overseer. He isn't labeled an elder. He's labeled as a servant of Christ and a co-worker of Paul. And then a little later on in that same letter to the Philippians in chapter 2, verse 22, Paul says this, but you know that Timothy has proved himself because as a son with his father, he has served with me in the work of the gospel. In other words, Timothy is by Paul's side preaching the gospel everywhere they go he's itinerant. If anything, he's an evangelist. At the very minimum, he's some kind of apostolic helper with Paul. He's a servant alongside Paul. Paul didn't elevate himself above him, but they were viewed as equals within the gospel, equals within the ecclesia, equals in terms of the work that they were doing to spread the gospel about Jesus. Paul had also sent Timothy to the Thessalonian uh, churches, to the Thessalonian assemblies, and he says this in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 6. He says, but Timothy has just now come to us from you and has brought good news about your faith and love. And so Timothy wasn't planted there in Thessalonica as, you know, the pastor or the head pastor or anything else. No, he he was traveling with Paul. He was, he was busy. He was on the road. He was bringing the gospel. He was bringing encouragement to different assemblies, to different ecclesias. But in that, there's no indication that he was a pastor in the sense that you and I think of pastors today in modern churches. And so I'm not going to bore you with additional passages. You can you can do this yourself. Go to, you know, the Bible and go to a go to an online Bible and search for Timothy, and you'll see what comes up. There's no indication anywhere in the New Testament that Timothy was a pastor. It isn't there it's a argument from silence. It's it's promoting a opinion about Timothy that isn't in Scripture. So, was Timothy a pastor? No, I don't think he was. I think Timothy was a co-worker with Paul, he was a servant with Paul in some apostolic sense, as they preached the gospel, and as different ecclesias or assemblies would be established in different cities, Timothy was on the move with Paul. He was on the go with Paul. Now, I know that in modern institutional churches, we think of Timothy as a pastor, and we will call him that. We'll call him a pastor. But again, you know, chapter and verse, where is that? It's not there. It is something that has come to us through church tradition again, which wants to elevate someone to this position of being in charge, kind of large and in charge kind of a thing. And I think part of the motive is when you get to passages like 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 2, where Paul charges Timothy and says, Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. We look at passages like this and we say, okay, this is justification for us getting behind a pulpit and preaching the word you know kind of bringing home the word from the pulpit last week i mentioned this postcard that i've that i received inviting me to one such event uh, you know it's called how to construct an expository sermon and it's you know pastors teaching pastors and it was addressed to me as reverend reverend michael adams which you know no i i, I don't do that but it was addressed to me and it's a special invitation this is a quote from them expository preaching begins with a return to the primacy, exclusivity, and authority of the Word of God. And so the assumption there is that the phrase Word of God is a reference to the Bible. But when we open up the New Testament, and I'm not going to take you through all these verses, again, you can go search them for yourself. When we open up the New Testament, we see that that phrase Word of God is used in a different way. First of all, it's used as a reference to Jesus. Remember John chapter 1? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He, not it, was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and for him, or through him. And without him, now again, it isn't without it, but without him, Nothing was made which has been made. And then in verse 14, it says, The Word became flesh and lived among us. And we saw his glory. We were there. We were able to touch him. We had conversations with him. He's not talking about a book. Remember, the Bible didn't exist at the time of the New Testament, it wasn't there. And so when Paul exhorted Timothy to preach the Word, what was he talking about? Was he talking about mounting a pulpit as a pastor and opening up Scripture and doing what this postcard says, expository preaching, expounding the authority of the Word of God, the Word of God meaning the Bible? No, the Bible didn't exist. Well, what did he mean? Well, in the New Testament, that phrase, a Word of God, is referencing other things. The, the Scripture doesn't call itself the Word of God. And again, I'm not dissing the Bible. I I rely on the Bible. I think it's accurate, and I use it all the time. But I'm just trying to be faithful to what Scripture says and what Scripture calls itself, and Scripture doesn't call itself the Word of God. That phrase, the Word of God, is reserved in Scripture for Jesus himself or the message of the gospel, which is about Jesus. And I think that's what's going on here. When Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 2, preach the word, he's talking about preaching Jesus. He's talking about preaching the gospel. He's not talking about a verse-by-verse explanation of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, because again, that Bible as we have it today in our hands didn't exist at the time, number one. And number two, that's not what he's talking about because nobody had that. Paul didn't even have that. He was busy writing part of it, but he didn't have it. But again, we've elevated Scripture to the point where Scripture doesn't elevate itself, and we call it the Word of God, and yet when we open up the pages of the Bible, we see that phrase, Word of God, reserved for Jesus himself or the message about Jesus, which is the gospel. So we come to passages like 2 Timothy 4 and verse 2, where Paul told Timothy, preach the Word, and our assumption again is that... What we have around us in our culture, what we see, what we're in, where we live, the institutional church that we attend, we superimpose that back onto Scripture, and we say, look, Timothy was behind a pulpit doing expository preaching of the Bible verse by verse, and so that's what we need to be about doing, and so Timothy must have been a pastor, because that's what pastors do today, right? Right? But the truth is that Scripture is silent on that issue of Timothy being some kind of pastor in charge of something. That wasn't true. So when Paul is telling Timothy, preach the word, he's saying, continue to preach the gospel. It's hard out there. Paul is about to die. He's about to be put to death. And he's reminding Timothy to keep preaching Jesus. And when those who oppose you come along, which they do come along regularly, He is to reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming, Paul says, when they're not going to endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. And they'll turn away from truth and wander off into myths. As for you, Timothy, always be sober-minded. Endure suffering. Do the work of an evangelist not the work of a pastor. Do the work of an evangelist. Take the message of Jesus to those who don't know Jesus. That's Timothy. That's what he did. That's what he was. I don't think Timothy was a pastor, especially not in the sense that we think of pastor today. And we need to work hard, I believe, at not superimposing what we know in the culture around us, what we experience day by day or Sunday after Sunday, and bringing that into Scripture and opposing it on Scripture, ignoring the context of Scripture and saying, this is what this means. Number one, Timothy is not indicated as a pastor anywhere. Number two, to preach the Word means to preach Jesus. It doesn't mean to have expository preaching verse by verse through the Bible. The Bible didn't exist and that isn't what they were doing there were no pulpits in the new covenant scriptures they didn't exist the idea of a sermon didn't exist i know we call matthew 5 through 7 the sermon on the mount but again that title has been given to us by church history it's been given to it's been handed down to us and we've accepted it without question and we think well here's a sermon no this isn't a sermon sermons originated much later out of greek rhetoric and it's a It's something from the culture around them that the church at the time adopted and brought it in and said, hey, we need to be doing this too. And that's when we started getting polished in our speaking, and we started looking for the wrong characteristics for those who would be elders among us. And from there, I mean, the rest is literally history. So those are just some of my thoughts on Timothy you know, I, I enjoy the letters of first and second Timothy and the letter of Titus, which we didn't really talk about, but I don't think that Timothy was a pastor. There's no evidence for that. And there's no evidence anywhere in the New Covenant Scriptures for pastors in the in the way that we think of pastors today in modern institutional church. It isn't there. It doesn't exist. It's foreign to the New Covenant Scriptures. So with that, I'm going to let you go. I hope you enjoyed this little two-parter here as we talk about the comparison of of pastors in the New Testament to modern pastors we talked about last week, and then overflowing that into this episode today when we talk about Timothy and Timothy as a pastor. So I will let you go, and a reminder that you can find me online at unsunday.com, unsunday.com. And until next time, y'all take care. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the UnSunday Show. To be part of this ongoing conversation, visit us online at unsunday.com.